Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Another show that is coming to our, um, to Lee's side in um, August, coming to the Everyman, is the Letters from a Country Postman. And starring in that is none other than actor Tyg Hickey. Good morning, Tyg. Hi, girl. How are things? I'm very well. (laughs) You're most welcome on the show. Tyg, um, this is a bit of a a different uh, direction for you, isn't it? Because it's not a comedy role. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a dose for me, really, because it is quite (laughs) funny, but I I don't have any of the jokes. Like, so um, I'm playing kind of a straight enough role where it's a a kind of a rural country postman and uh, his name is Maki Fondue. And uh, he's actually kind of more of a sad or kind of introspective guy. Like, he's kind of quite witty, but he's certainly not a comedy character. So how um, did you get cast in that then? Because, I mean, everybody would know you as a comedian. (laughs) I don't know, to be honest. Um, I know, like, I, I get on quite well with Sophie Motley. Um, we'd be friends, and she's the artistic director of uh, The Everyman. And the last solo show I did, uh, in One Eye with the Other, I suppose, like, it's a comedy, but it's got a lot of drama in it as well. So, obviously, she thought I could handle uh, something a little bit more dramatic. And it's great, to be honest, because it's it's a good challenge to sit into something and carry the story while people around you are being kind of funny. I think that's a good... A good discipline anyway, although it is it is kind of a bit frustrating when we finish rehearsal and everyone else seems to be getting laughs out of the me, like, but you look, I get over myself. <laughs> <laughs> and con- Letters of a Country Postman, it was written by John B. Keane, and as you said, it was directed yeah. by Sophie Motley. So um, it's very uh, much based on life in, in rural Ireland. It is, but it's it speaks to, I think what's interesting about it is that, like, I think it's written in the mid-70s, and... Uh, it's so relevant now, though. Like that, he really captured. You know, like John B's writing is so nuanced and 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 subtle. And there's an awful lot about loneliness. There's a lot about isolation. But it, but interestingly as well, there's stuff about like climate change and stuff. You know, like he's mm. so far ahead of his time. Like the uh, the fishermen are talking about the the river getting dirtier and snaggier every season, and they they don't know if the salmon is going to come up the river at all this year and this is 1975 like wow so yeah there's all these really interesting kind of parallels and stuff and it 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 doesn't seem dated and i think what sophie's done wonderfully is that there's the the john b keen fan will get the john b keen thing that they expect i think but then there's a kind of a modern enough twist on it as well so i feel it's the best of both worlds and i think people will really will really enjoy it it's 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 really got the whole lot in there i reckon as you said it's um it's a postman it's based on the life of postman yeah, it's a it's a postman, and it's about his connection to the people 
in the village where the postman might be the only person they see in that day. So it's kind of about trying to connect. And and then there's this postmistress character called Katie Kersey, and she um, she steams open the letters so that she can sit down and kind of have a have a read of all the goss going on in the village, but she never tells anybody about it. Um, so it's got all that kind of intrigue of kind of uh, rural Ireland as well, but it also has like people are kind of in love with each other and it's only kind of spoken through letters that they don't actually ever kind of convey it in person. Mm. So it has kind of longing and it has loneliness and it's really quite brilliant. You know, the thing about John B's um, writing as well, I found this time now, going through it is that like it sometimes it can be played like it's quite kind of quite large or it's like the characters are big and stuff mm. but actually as I say it's really very soft it's really very subtle and it's kind of there's an awful lot of depth to it and stuff so it's a pleasure really to do it I'm just having having the time of my life on it really to be honest Brilliant and like even with the postman um, I mean like it's such a vital service in so many different communities around Ireland and like even thinking back during the pandemic as you were saying that the postman might have been the only person that these people met in the community but sure it was like that during the pandemic as well so again like you know you're exactly. you're saying that it was written back in the 70s but um, or based back in the 70s but there's a lot of like things that are you know relatable to, to common or to modern life Absolutely. And you know what's gorgeous about it as well on that level that I think people got back into sending the odd letter mm. in lockdown as well. Whereas like it was kind of obviously going out of vogue with like modern technology, et cetera, et cetera. Like, but, but this, this play as well is a kind of a celebration of the letter and the way in which you would communicate with somebody in a letter, I think is completely unique. You just wouldn't email people in the same way and you just kind of convey your thoughts and. Mm. I think this like a little bit of the secrets of life as well, like to go into the letter. And I think it's it's we're kind of encouraging people as well to kind of think about letter writing again, like um, and from all generations yeah. and to opt for that mode of contact again, because it, it just kind of penetrates something emotionally. I think that like other forms of communication don't. So, yeah, it's 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 powerful, actually. I think, yeah, it's lovely. And like you mentioned at the very start, um, you know, when I said to you that you're more associated with comedy and that you have like the serious role in this one now. Um, and, yeah. and you were saying that, you know, you had your, your previous performance at the Everyman. Do you like being up on the stage like that? Do you like being in front of a live audience? Because I know you kind of came to um, public knowledge with, through your videos on social media, but like mm. being up on the stage is a different experience. It is. Do you know what I found during lockdown? I was actually really, and no disrespect to people who obviously went through horrific times, but I, I actually got on okay in the first lockdown particularly because I was just making stuff at home. Mm. And uh, I enjoy being my own boss and kind of like just doing my own thing. After a while then, even though like you're doing well, you get to the point where, you know, you you realize that you're doing, you're not going to do much more good on your own really that you need other people. Like, mm. And I think it takes being away from it to experience that. So even like, not so much, I don't so much crave kind of audience, you know, the way I think like some comedians and stuff that I speak to, they really crave like um, laughter, like, you know, yeah. to kind of make them feel like all right or something, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I more kind of enjoy collaborating with other people because what happens with me is when I'm left to my own devices after a while, I just kind of, I think the stuff that you're making after a while, if nobody's giving you any feedback in it, it just can be a little bit like, you know, yeah. start getting not as not as strong. So I love working with others. So at the moment now, there's it's like superb actors and musicians and directors and designers in the room with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's what I enjoy, actually, just kind of collaborating with other getting new ideas from other people and mm -hmm. just meeting other No, Nobody does very well on their own. Like, I mean, I mean the play is like kind of about loneliness, really, in, in some ways. Now, it's very funny as well. I don't want people to think it's going to be a depressing <laughs> two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. But, um, 
but it does talk about loneliness and I think the lockdown for me was a bit like that where at the start it's great I'm getting on fine on my own I'm loving it and after a while then I'm thinking like oh my god I really need to see other people urgently like you know so mm-hmm. So it's a bit of both, I think, yeah. And it is, as we said, it's at the Everyman and it's um, next month, is that right? Yeah, it starts, the preview start on the 5th of August and it runs right up until I think the 27th. So it's every night other than uh, a Sunday and a Monday. And I'd highly recommend it to people because, again, it speaks to what's going on at the moment, but it's also, it's really heartwarming. Like, it's a really heartwarming production I think that people from all ages would really enjoy so yeah I'd highly recommend it Ty, Earlier on in the show I was speaking to Matt McGranahan and we were talking about the entertainment and music industry and you know we were saying that it is great that we have so many different gigs and theatres and festivals and everything like that coming back and to go to but he said that you know the prices of things now not just the tickets for the events but the hotel prices in particular that people need to pay for now is having a, a bit of a damaging effect as well on the industry and I know you yourself were saying that sometimes, um, mm. you know, that you've had a situation where you just haven't been able to afford a hotel even for going to work. Literally, yeah. Like, so I found, particularly with Dublin at the moment, that, um, like, you might get offered a gig that would be, you could be say, like, the gig might be 500 quid. And as, like, a, a freelance artist, mm. it could cost you. Like, I looked up there recently, the average, ho- the average uh, hotel room, and it was a single room, like, in Dublin, I think it was about 300 quid. So then, like, say, if you drive up and the room is 300 quid, like, it really isn't worth your while. And actually, when I tweeted it, a lot of people tweeted saying, like, oh, look, just get over yourself and just drive up and come back down. Yeah. I think that's interesting in itself because, like, I don't know, would you say that to, say, like, an engineer or, or somebody, like, what's seen as a kind of a proper job mm. in Ireland, you know? Like, I don't think we look at the arts like it's a proper job. It's just a lad with a, with a hobby that's after getting out of hand, really. But it is a proper job and it yeah. it serves a function and stuff. And, like, I think, like, particularly in Dublin, because of the lack of investment in kind of social and affordable housing over the last decade or more, there isn't really any spaces for artists, let alone to stay in hotels. Like, there's no, there's no studios, there's no, you know, they, there's not affordable places for them to mm. stay. So they're they're leaving Dublin. Like, I mean, even if you look at music, kind of, I know I can think of David Kitt and Kojak as two examples where. They just left the city. And I think while some people would say, look, the arts isn't the top priority, you know, and of course it isn't. But if all the artists leave a city, like, what is it? Because I don't think anybody's visiting Ireland to to go and see data centers. Like, they're going to see the kind of, you know, indigenous art or whatever, you know. So, and yeah, and the hotel prices, I'm at the point now where if I can't do some of the voiceover stuff at at home that to go to Dublin like it just it doesn't probably probably wouldn't make much economic sense you know and I think that's that's not sustainable like and Ty you know obviously you've got letters from a country postman coming up now um, any other uh, production work in line are you still doing the videos uh, what's what's going to be happening for the rest of the year yeah I'm hoping to do more um, I'm hoping to do more TV and film anyway so I've written um, I've written a sitcom with a writer friend of mine so we're trying to get that off the ground at the moment talking cool. to a couple of production companies yeah. and next year I'm doing a follow up show to my solo show it's called Gatman and it's uh, Gat obviously being uh, Cork slang for yeah. drink it's about a guy who becomes a superhero when he has a few cans or a bottle of Buckfast <laughs> and um, it's going to be on in the Everyman hopefully for the Midsummer's Festival next year and tour 
touring beyond that. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, there's a few other things in the pipeline as well, but I suppose I, I better not go into them in case they don't happen. You know, that's kind of my industry. Like, you know, I say I'm doing this and then it gets cancelled. Like, <laughs> then I'm going to look like a fool again, like, you know. But, uh, but yeah, and also, also, I'm kind of just looking after myself, going for a few walks, doing a bit of meditation and uh, Brilliant. not chasing the, the goal too much either because I kind of got got a bit stuck doing that recently so that's like that's that would be my little advice to people yeah. just chill out and enjoy your day absolutely <laughs> because it can become all encompassing all encompassing and it's just you absolutely. know you definitely need to t- take the time out I was just laughing there when you were saying about gats like I'm not from Cork so when I came to Cork first of all I had no right. idea what people were talking about when they were talking about gatting <laughs> <laughs> yeah every time I say the name to somebody they say you know there's going to be you're going to have to clarify that but <laughs> Gatman as a concept is very strong, so we're going to try and make it work. Like, so yeah, do you I think that that would work Gatton, outside like, of Cork? Then, like, do you know, would people know what you're talking about? <laughs> maybe on the poster, there might just be an explanation or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you got to go what you know. You know, like I call the Gatton like from kind of sixteen to thirty-two. Like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's all I know. Like, <laughs> brilliant, Tyke. Listen, best of luck with the show and with everything else that you have going on. That is Tyke Hickey, and he is in Letters from a Country Postman. August 10th in the Everyman. Corks 96 FM. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.